Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Okay, hi everybody. This is Gila Glassberg, registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. And tonight I am interviewing Miriam Max, who is an artist. And uh, Miriam, do you mind? Um, hi, thanks for being here. Do you mind introducing yourself? Sure, Gila. Uh, thanks. Thanks for interviewing me. Um, so yeah, I'm Miriam Max. Um, I am an artist, um, and I also work as a therapist. Um, I live in Detroit, Metro Detroit, um, and I am an observant Jewish woman. Um, hmm, what else would you like to hear? No, that's great. I think it's actually really cool that you're a therapist by trade, but that you're actually also an artist, because I feel like, you know, like the human like psyche is so vast and so complicated, and I feel like it's amazing to see someone who practices therapy who also uses like has this like creative outlet of art I just find that like so captivating thank you I've definitely my whole life um I've been very much into both Mm -hmm. um I've uh I've done art all my life um since I was I I think one years old wow um I, I was drawing, um, a little bit. Um, I guess like something that my mom always said that makes sense. But when I started drawing, I was, you know, I don't really know the development, um, of children actually. That's not my area at all. But, uh, she said I was drawing faces, uh, that had expressions in them. Oh, wow. Um, as a young child. And that's so me, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, that's what I care about. Um, you know, I'm more of the, the expressive, the emotional expression and the ideas rather than, you know, some artists are like, have very amazing skills in terms of drawing architecture and perspective. So I've been always more about kind of the inner side of it. Uh Uh-huh. So you, you said you started drawing when you were one. So were you, did like, did people, did you notice your talent, like, from a young age? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your mom? I will have to, we'll have to ask your mom that question. Um, so how long, so how, so when do you, like, when did you start, like, um, doing art professionally? Um, hmm. So professionally, um, I guess pretty recently, um, in high school, I've done some art competitions. Um, that was pretty fun. 
Um, I had uh, like an article written about me. And then I got to exhibit in the, I think it was um, in the Detroit Fashion Gala or something like that. I got to exhibit one of my sculptures. Um, so that was really fun. So exciting. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, I was so grateful. <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. And then, um, and then I actually, I did my undergrad. Um, I did in psychology. I got a, a BA in psychology and then I got a BFA. I did art school also at the same time. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so lucky and grateful to all the people that helped me that I was able to do both. I don't know what I would have done, um, even just with one of them. You know, I just right. really want to do both. Um, I went into social work after undergrad. Um, and I always, I still, the plan was always to do both. Um, but, you know, social work is you don't make a lot of money, but right. it's definitely an easier way to make money. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's also, I, I think it's also, um, woman, mother, family friendly kind of career. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that, that's what went into that decision. And, um, I guess a few years ago, I, I, I got kind of carried away with working, mm -hmm. um, which, I should have known that could happen, but I wasn't thinking. Mm -hmm. um, but a few years ago, I started getting back into my art. Um, I did a little bit of exhibiting. Um, I sold a little bit of art, um, which was really exciting. You know, like there's always this fear, like, can I ever sell anything? Um, and I did. Um, and uh, that was exciting, gave me some confidence. And, you know, exciting family life happened. I'm not going to go into it. But um, you know, because I, I like to keep this stuff private. I'm very private. My family's very private. Um, but you know, so um, these kind of things got went into the back burner. And um, now I'm trying to get back to doing art um, on a more professional level. And getting back to it slowly, but you know, I think step by step. Um, can make it happen, make it work. I'm working on some art pieces, um, which is always so fun. Mm -hmm. I've seen your art, and like, you, so I'll just tell the listeners, like, Miriam and I know each other because we're in, we were in Tippy Gross's mastermind together. So we're both like on, like on our on each other's um, entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but your art is like, I just, I was so excited to interview you because. I always, I know I always say this, but I don't draw or like, I don't really do art, but like, I love looking at art and talking about art and interpreting it in the way that I, I just like how it, you know, comes out to me when I look at it. So, um, so, so what do you like, what do you hope the, what do you expect or what do you hope that the person viewing your art is experiencing when they're when they're experiencing your art like what's your goal or like the thought process um I guess um the things that caught the, the it comes to mind now maybe experiencing like awe at the amazing connection like how everything is connected in our life um how everything is connected to God um, and everything is 
everything comes in patterns and microcosm chasms and um, we're all connected to each other um, so I'm looking for a very human spiritual connection right and that makes sense because you're a therapist so do you do you ever feel like your your therapy um, inspires you to draw or vice versa like your art inspires your therapy um yeah, I don't, I'm not sure in which direction it goes, but I know because I am a visual thinker almost exclusively, mm. um, that's, I try to use that in therapy and vice versa. When I think about things about life, emotions, feeling like feelings, ideas, it all comes in a visual form. Um, like for example, like everything that I feel, taste, sounds, letters, numbers, they're all connected to colors, for an example. Mm -hmm. um, and then things are connected to shapes. And um, I'm also a person, I like to see the bigger picture right away and mm -hmm. then delve into the details. So that's another way where visualizing something comes in really, really handy. So is there like a common theme that runs throughout your art? So I guess it's, it's been a long journey trying to figure out what the common theme is because I'm like all kinds of things and I'm really all over the place. It's been hard to focus. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess the common theme is um, how everything is connected. I love wow. that. I love that. I, I, and I see that in your art and like, I love like looking at your art just cause like it's so, um, it really is very like visual and very, there's a lot of layers and like depth, even if like you're not able to like articulate it, but it's like, you just, like, there's a lot of feeling and like meaning just by looking at your art. Ah, thank you so much. I'm so glad to hear that that's coming through. I actually, I had a very hard time with that in art school because, um, you know, art schools, there's different trends for art. Um, and when I was in art school, there was a trend where um, they, want, they wanted you to be like really, really concise with your art. It's very, very conceptual, which I totally get it. And you can only express one idea at a time and make it very clear this is just this one idea and the problem is my art is about how everything is connected right and I just had such a hard time making it just one simple idea right um so that was very challenging and art school I I don't know if I've ever really um accomplished that fully mm -hmm. that sounds hard especially it's like funny because I don't know about you but um I know like people people often make this like assumption or there's like this this belief that like artists are not like good at like being put in a box like creatives like they just like to do their own thing and then like for an entrepreneur like a business owner like we have to sort of like follow certain rules mm -hmm. so I wonder if that like like for me I know like I talk about this with Tippi a lot but like I I like I'm also like a bigger picture person so like I get very bogged down by like details or like the, like actually like doing the technological work of the business so like because I don't want to be 
like doing the details so it's like hard it's like a hard balance if like you're like more visual or like you're more like big picture than to like focus on details you know absolutely like I have a dream um that one day somebody will do all of that for me um (laughs) I really do know yeah um it it is um very challenging um you know and especially running in our business um i don't know you've probably noticed these days but most artists they they make usually one they use one kind of medium and they have one kind of theme and they kind of do different variations of the art and it in terms of marketing it makes a lot of sense right and it works um, but as an artist, they to, cha- to channel um, everything and just to, to this one thing, it's very difficult. Yeah. And, um, it, but I, I see it and it makes sense and it makes sense to develop a theme and get everything that you can out of it. Um, and then you can move on to maybe another medium, another idea. Uh, so I would, I would, um, starting now, I would like to develop my ideas a little bit more. Do you, do you have like advice for like new younger artists or like for, for your younger self, how you would go about like doing the art or like doing the art as a business or like you're basically where you would want to be? Oh, no, I am not where I'd want to be. Um, no, let me think what my, so my advice, first of all, Shout out to Sippy's mastermind class because yeah. that was very helpful. Yeah. Um, it connected us. Um, and Sippy is an amazing coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so having having somebody coach you, having a group that you can be a part of is very helpful to um both to understand how to do things on a practical level, but also to um to develop your ideas about what you're doing and what you want. It's so important. Um, so I feel like that was, that was very helpful for me um, in that way. I would also say just do it. Don't try to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, don't wait. Just put an action out there and you can get results back. Right. And like, I, I know I've just learned from like my own business and from my own business coaching that like, especially like us perfectionists, like we are so paralyzed by our uh, desire for things to be perfect and then we don't even take action and then the thing just like never, ever, ever gets done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself there all the time. Yeah. I'm sure just like as an artist, because like you're, because you are visual, because like your artwork is so beautiful, like it could, it could seem like to you, like it's not perfect, but like the rest of the world doesn't even like notice like anything as a flaw, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I hear you. And our art is a funny thing. Like you can make a piece of art and throughout the process, look at it and say, I love it. It's exactly Mm -hmm. what I want step away come back I hate it what am I doing this is so stupid this is ugly this is juvenile walk away and come back again no 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 this is working this is good I can do this it's it's really a a journey um I I know we talked about this before that we've before we started recording but um you have a website 
Yes. And um, you have some of your paintings on there. And I, and I was wondering if you wanted me to share the screen and, um, and we could talk about one of your paintings. Sure, I'd love that. Um, so um, it's miriamartanddesign.com. Um, I have, I have, I don't, I'm not sure what, which pieces you want to share. I have some um, sculptures. I have some paintings. I have on the blog part of the website, I have a newer drawing that I'm working on. Um, and there's also a, a new art piece that I'm working on that I don't have up yet. So I, I, not, I see the paintings. I, um, I, one of them that's, that, that is sticking out to me. Um, can I share the screen? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I guess people listening to this on a podcast can't see, but they can visit your website and I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but this one, um, it's beautiful and it looks like, it looks like to me, I could be totally wrong, but it looks like a heart and a pomegranate. Am I like, is that right at all? Oh, wait, I see yeah, it. That's so funny. I don't want to read the words. I'm not looking at the words because I want to just interpret it for myself. Um, so does that, like, I see, I do see the words, but does that, um, does that resonate with you? Um, so I'm not sure what you're asking. You're asking me if it resonates with a harder pomegranate? No, so I'm, I see what you wrote, abstract image of the inside of a tomato cut in half made to look embryonic symbolizing fertility and potential for life so I was thinking yeah. of it like a heart and um like also like a pomegranate like like um because like you know the pomegranate is so symbolic towards like uh, like Rosh Hashanah and like growth and yeah yeah and fertility right, right? yeah absolutely so um, yes, pomegranates symbolize all of that. Um, but I, I have this love for tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite food, anything tomato based, um, tomatoes and this, yeah, this has the same symbolism. It's an inside of a tomato and, um, it symbolizes fertility and how, it, you know, it's on the outside, it looks very simple, you know, it's, it's round and it's red and inside there's all this life going on in it. It's so beautiful, by the way, now that, I, especially because I'm hearing you talk about it, it's like, there's so much layers to the tomato. Oh, thank you so much. Wow. Did something inspire you to particularly paint it like this or just because you love tomatoes? Um... So I guess what inspired me, this, this one I painted actually in undergrad. Um, it was in a painting class and everybody was painting like a vegetable or fruit. It was actually a pretty typical exercise, I think, for painting classes. Um, and I forced, you know, pick tomato because I love tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I don't know, I kind of just trying to, I don't know, I always found like the inside of them looking very interesting. I actually picked a little tomato. It's not the mini tomatoes, but one of the smaller, smaller tomatoes. And they look, they're very beautiful inside. There's some green, you know, you can see the seeds pretty clearly. And I cut it in half 
Um, and the funny thing is this painting is actually pretty big. So from a little tomato, you know, got a very big painting. And I'm wondering why, like, symbolizing, like, why a tomato would symbolize, like, fertility? Like, is that just because you, because of what you were saying before, that, like, a small tomato has so much life inside? Yeah. Yeah. It has, it has the seeds inside, you know. It has the nutrients. Um, um, it's really it looks cool. it looks embryonic inside. Right, that's so cool. I love that. Um, yeah, and I just thought like heart and pomegranate, but that's just me. I I love to look at art and like come up with my own, <laughs> even though. Um, okay, do you have? No, any- but that's that's what it's about. It's about what you, what what comes across to you from the art piece. Yeah, it's beautiful. Do you have another like piece of art on your website that you is like your favorite? Um, let's see my favorite. Um, so I have, I guess my favorite right now is, um, my favorite right now is a sculpture, um, that I made. It's kind of like a wall sculpture. Um, yeah, it's in 3D and sculptures and it's, yeah, it's the one on the left top uh top this one yeah wow it's a newer it's a newer sculpture it was I love experimenting with new materials and it was definitely an experiment Uh, so it's made you know you see it's on it's on a background of a black canvas and there's a little wooden black ledge and uh the rest of it is made with a 3d pen uh so it's plastic wow um so I, I really like this piece because for a long time, my, my friends, um, amazing, they gave me this wonderful uh, birthday gift a few years ago, this 3D pen when they just came out. And I was trying to figure out how to use it. Because every material, you have to use it for what it does best. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to find its properties and what they can do for you. Uh, not force a material into something. Right. Um, that way the art piece flows and makes sense um so so these are fruits that i made with a 3d pen um they're 3d they're supposed to look like fruits um but because it's made with 3d pen i made it so it's really like the fruits are it's hard to describe it's kind of like a a net so really you can see through them and i made it with black plastic and then um I painted parts of the fruit, the color that the fruits would be like, you know, an apple with some red, orange, yellow, a little bit of green, you know, as an example, Uh, the grapes a little bit green, a little bit purple, brown. Um, And I set up kind of a still life on the canvas on the ledge. and it's it's painted where ideally if you lit your candles like in the picture and put in front of them that's where the light would fall um and the idea is in different angles you only see the black because it's 3d so you can have this kind of illusion so the 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 fruits kind of start to blend into the canvas and um and then you turn at another angle and you see the fruits because you see the color against the black at a different angle mm-hmm. um and the idea was that you know there's dark times 
um, and which is appropriate for right now, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like it's really dark times. Yeah. Um, and there's hidden light in there. There's hidden life. There's hidden blessings. You know, um, I think a lot of times fruits symbolize blessings. Um, I actually read somewhere in Judaism. Um, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but sometimes like fruits can symbolize souls. Mm. Um, so it was very, very fun to experiment with the properties of the 3D pen to make a kind of a, an illusion. Um, and it's called Keep the Light On, Colon Hidden Blessings. Uh, so I actually, I wanted to make a series of these and I started to make another one. Um, but, you know, I, I did get worried about the fumes mm-hmm. and um, I put a pause to it. Right. Um, yeah. Because wow. you never know with the plastics, they, they get hotter. I, I'm thinking of getting back into it, it's but beautiful. carefully, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, so amazing. I, it's amazing. Like you could, your passion comes through just through the art and hearing you talk about it. Oh, thank you. It's so fun to talk about it. I didn't think it was going to be this fun <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> I thought it was going to be fun, but not this fun. I know. And like yeah. you created that, you know, like you have so much like depth and like feeling towards like what you created. And then like everyone gets to sort of like experience that on their own level just by looking at it. Um, so where do you see your business heading? Um, so, um, I would like to do, I started, I started doing, I would like to do more commercial art by commercial. I mean, pieces that are more marketable that people can actually see in their house and their living room, you know, uh, things that can be hung on the wall and people can enjoy like more accessible art. Um, do you find that like um making your art like into a business feel like like very like suffocating or you feel like it's like you want more people to just have access to the art um yeah I want I want more people to have access to the art like I want to share my art I want to make the art and I want to share it um that's what I want um thinking about money is it's more uh kind of um, like, it, it takes away from it a little bit, I guess. Um, but you have to think about it in business, especially if you want to keep doing it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm just not, I've never, I've been kind of, I've lived in La La Land all my life. Right. And somehow I survived. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's, um, I don't think about money a lot. And I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, because I know, you know, like the Rebbe actually, I think, said, I heard that, I don't want to get it wrong, um, but that it's good to want to be rich because you can do a lot of good things with money. Right. Um, And I don't know. So I think about sometimes maybe I should be thinking about it more. It's a hard balance. I know, like, that we learned a lot about this in our mastermind, because, like, money really is a tool for growth that could be used as a tool for growth but it's also like it's so important to be aligned with our values and like live in our with our like within our values and like when we 
when we um, practice like what we love and like what's aligned with our values, like the money comes as needed, you know? Yeah. Which is like yeah. hard, but it's like, it's definitely, it takes away that pressure to like work for the money, just instead to like work to do what you feel is right. Yeah. That's a, definitely a tough balance. Yeah. Um, so your artwork is beautiful. I love looking at it and talking about it. Um, I'm going to put Thank your you, website. Gila. Yeah, sure. I'm going to put your website in the show notes, but is there anything else you would want like listeners to know about your art or you personally? Yeah, maybe just about some new art pieces. So right now I'm working, well, I just, I finished um, a drawing of the Rebbe. Um, and uh, that's ready uh, for print. That's ready for sale. So that's exciting. Um, I'm working on another portrait of um, um, Rabbi Friedman, who um, was, uh, he set up our Detroit community. Wow. Which is uh, amazing. I mean, it's life changing for so many Jewish people. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, uh, I'm, I'm Russian by birth. Uh, I was born in Russia and uh, he actually uh, really fought to bring um, a lot of Russian Jews back to Judaism. Mm -hmm. uh, so he, he never gave, he never gave up and, um, he succeeded really for a lot of people. Um, and so I'm working on that art piece and, um, another art piece that I'm working on is more abstract. Um, and it's really about how Geshem Shed Bracha, um, like blessed rain comes from not the clouds, right? Not our little cycle, right? Um, above the earth, but from meteors, um, so there is almost this endless supply of water out there in the atmosphere that Hashem can really bring down. And that's where blessed rain comes down from. Wow. Um, so I'm working on an art piece kind of that has to do with that. Um, so wow. I, I love this theme and I'm excited about it, but it's one of those art pieces that's going to take me a long time uh, because I'm using some new skills. I'm drawing things that I usually don't draw. Good for you. You're going out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I, I love that. I love learning new things and experimenting. That's amazing. You have so much, so many skills and so many different ways to express your art. Thank you. It's, yeah. I love it. It's so fun. Yeah. It's fun for me to talk about it. So I can't imagine <laughs> to like do it, but good for you for like living the dream, like such, such vastly different um, jobs, a therapist and an artist, but really like you're just bringing them together. It's amazing. Thank you. Sure. So thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you tonight. so much, Gila. Yeah. This was really great. I really like, I don't know. I just, it was so like enjoyable and I, I learned a lot and I'm sure like people who are listening are also learning a lot. So thank you, Gila. Thank you for the opportunity and for all the wonderful questions and for your interest yeah. in me and my work. Of course. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Good night. Okay, bye. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.